Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Let's Go Girl podcast. Today I'm actually joined by my first guest. Want to say hi? Hi everyone. This first guest is actually my mom and I'm so happy to have her here today as we start an interview series. Today we are talking all about finding the best job for you, being a female in the workforce, tips for dealing with co-workers, how to start working as a teen, and so much more. I hope that this episode provides you with some valuable information that you can take as you start your first job or if you are already working, these tips can help you better your experience. So I have a ton of questions and are you ready to jump in? Sounds good. Okay, mom, so do you first want to introduce yourself and give us some background on your first job and how you got into it? Sure. Hi, uh, I'm Suzanne. I'm mom, and thanks for having me today as your first guest. You're welcome. I'm so excited to have you here on the podcast. My first job was actually in a flower shop in our small town, and one summer I was looking for something to do, kind of bored. I'd already done a lot of babysitting. I was looking for something a little more challenging. So I just went into this flower shop and I'd never applied for a job before. I was a little unprepared, to be honest. And I just said, hey, are you looking for someone for the summer? I could help you do whatever it is that you need help with. And they were kind. They were lovely. They gave me an application. Of course, I didn't know how to fill it out because I'd never filled one out before. So I had to take it home. They said, we need references. I had to work on getting references. So even just that part of it was a great experience for me, figuring out how I needed to be prepared going into a first job. So you mentioned as you were getting your first job, you had to fill out an application and get some references and you weren't exactly, you know, very prepared as I know a lot of people probably are. So can you give us some tips and like kind of how you learn to fill out your application and get your references? Great question. Yes. So I went in unprepared and I got the application. I went home. I filled out the application. It wasn't online. I'm sure that now the process is different and that it's much more online. I took my written application, filled it out. I called two high school teachers and asked them if I could use them as references because I was going to get this summer job. They were very kind and said, yes, we would like to be your references. And really a reference is about having somebody who knows you like a coach or a teacher or your music teacher, your neighbor who you babysit for, somebody who can speak to your character, the fact that you're responsible, that you show up on time, that you did, in fact, take the dog for a walk like you said you would, and really just offer a reference for who you are so that they get to know you through someone else. So do you bring your references? Is it like an email or a written letter or something like that you would bring to your employer and then they contact your references or how does that exactly work? When I was applying for this job, I brought my paper application back and then I had typed up a list of references. Now, again, I think it's probably all online now and you would just email the person, here's my application, here's an attached document of the list of my references. Also, once you turn in your application, 
publication, whether online or written, and your references, you can expect it to take a little bit of time because your potential employer needs to reach out to your references, check and make sure all your paperwork is in order. I know that in some places you're required to have a work permit. That wasn't the case when I was applying for my first job, but you should check by Googling the Department of Labor. And depending on what state you live in, they might be able to help you understand what the exact requirements are. And do you know if you need certain types of references for certain jobs or does every job have references like from your experience working in different fields? I would say all jobs need references because they really, the potential employer really doesn't know you. And so they just need to understand who you are, who you've been as a student in a school environment, who you've been as a teammate on a team. They just need to understand who you are from somebody else's perspective. And you would really want the same as an employer. You can understand from their perspective. The other thing that I wish I had known more about before applying for my first job was how to interview. Because after I turned in my application and my references, they said, hey, let's sit down for an interview, which I'm not sure why I was surprised by that, but it makes sense. They would want to interview and talk to me. And I really didn't have a lot of experience with that. So there are places where you can look up basic interview questions. For example, I just really quickly Googled sample high school job interview questions. Here's a list that goes something like this. Tell me about yourself. Why did you apply for our company? Do you know what we do here? Do you have any work experience? What are your favorite classes in school? Do you have any career goals? What do you like about your high school? Have you played any sports? Things like that. Basic questions for them to kind of get to know you after they've checked in with your references. I feel like we could do a whole episode on preparing for an interview for a job, like some of the questions, you know, looking prepared, body language. I don't know if that would be of interest to anyone, but we could totally do an episode together about being prepared for your first interview. Also for certain jobs that you might be interested in, you might need a little more training than for other jobs. For example, being a babysitter. Most parents probably want their sitters to have a little experience or at the very least have taken a babysitting class or know CPR, know how important it is to be able to call 911, when to call 911, how to be responsible with their kids. So you can actually check it in your local community centers. They usually offer babysitting classes that really cover all of those things. Similarly, being a lifeguard, you got to know how to swim. You got to know how to do CPR. So if those are the jobs you're interested in, you should really do your homework before applying and have the proper training and certification. Those kind of qualities and things and trainings that you've done and courses and classes or whatever, those are things that you should 100% definitely mention during your interview, correct? Oh, yes. They will ask you, hey, have you had your CPR certification? Can I copy your CPR certification card? Which all makes sense. They just want to make sure that they have your training on file. So we're talking about like training and you want to be a babysitter or a lifeguard. You need CPR. I feel like those are more jobs that you have to be more prepared going in and know going in that you kind of need those skills. But how about jobs that you found this application online and it looks really interesting to you, something new that you want to try out and you haven't really done anything in that line of work or in that field? How do you go into those jobs and into those interviews 
without really having much experience, but you're really eager to learn? That's a great question. And eager really is the key to demonstrate that, no, you haven't worked in, say, an athletic department before, but you're really interested. You played on your softball team for five years and you're really close to your coach. Your coach is one of your references. You'd be really interested in learning, even if it's an unpaid internship. You just want the experience. Being able to say, I don't understand. I don't know. I have a little bit of experience and I'm willing to learn, I think really goes a long way with people and just demonstrating your eagerness and your interest. Yeah. And I think that's definitely another part that we could talk about in the interview showing that you're really willing to learn. Because I feel like employers, at least, want people who are eager and willing to learn and just pick up anything that they can from the jobs, even if they don't really have much previous experience. I don't know. Absolutely. Your willingness to learn, your willingness to go above and beyond. For example, if you see the equipment room is really disorganized and you don't really have a project at the moment, you can go to your boss and say, hey, I have 20 minutes. It seems like my previous project is done. I noticed the equipment room really needs some organizing. I think I'm just going to go work on that for 20 minutes. Are you okay with that? They will likely say, yes, thanks so much. I've been meaning to do that. I just haven't had any time. Thanks for doing that. And just really taking the initiative, seeing what needs to be done, anticipating the needs of the department, your group, and trying to be helpful. I feel like those little acts and different things that you weren't asked to do, but just went up to your boss and asked and did it well, I feel like that's what can really set you apart from other people in the company. Absolutely. The willingness to take on extra projects, notice a need, recognize a need, and address it without having been asked, I think really does set you apart. I agree. That's a good point. Okay, we've kind of touched on the interview part, which is the first step in getting a job. But what other things did you learn from your first job? Maybe some tips you can offer for a first job experience? I really learned a lot, actually, in that first job. I learned how to work with different kinds of people. Similar to the way that you do group projects in school, you may not be grouped with your favorite person or the people you usually hang out with, but you really learn how to deal with different personality types, different work styles. That was huge for me. Learning how to deal with this person who had been working at this flower shop for 25 years, who felt like she really knew so much, but didn't necessarily have the time to train somebody versus the owner who was really invested and wanted to be able to pass on her knowledge and experience. So you just really learn how to work differently with different people. I'd also say, don't be afraid to make mistakes. I remember my first week on the job, I broke a pot. I didn't know if it was an extensive pot. I had no idea. I just had no frame of reference. This is my first job in this flower shop. So instinct just said, go tell the boss you broke the pot. You're willing to pay for it. You cleaned it up. That's what I did. She really appreciated it. And in the end, she said, don't worry. It was an old pot. We didn't really need it anyway. So I felt better and I felt like I was being honest with her. And I think she appreciated that honesty. Yeah, those are some really good tips, especially I think about the working with other people. Also in different environments, it can be a lot different depending on, you know, job to job. And of course, it's going to be a little bit different from school. So I think that's a really big thing to remember as you're going into your first job, remembering that 
there's going to be all types of people and that's just something to be a little bit mentally prepared for. Absolutely. And you don't have to be friends with the people that you work with, but you definitely show people respect and are courteous all the time. And if you're meeting the needs of your job and doing what you said you were going to do to meet the requirements of the job, I think that you're then doing your best. And as long as you're doing your best... That's all they can ask for, and that that's the way that you're putting your best foot forward. Obviously, that was just your first job. You moved on throughout the years to different job experiences. So how was your experience as a female in different workplaces and work settings, and do you have any tips for other females dealing with coworkers, having a boss, etc.? I think really trust your gut and know who you are. And by that, I mean that you should trust your gut in assessing any situation that's happening. So I remember being at another job that I had, and I was actually running errands. And they would give me an assignment like, go and deliver this package, go and deliver that package, which I was happy to do. It was a great job. I got to spend time on my own driving around delivering packages, but I was also doing something to help the group, help this company. But at the same time, going back to working with different kinds of people, there was a person that seemed very difficult to deal with. This person was actually seen as somebody who was difficult to deal with by a lot of people. And I understood that by the way that people would react when I said, oh, sorry, I'm late. I can't do that for you. I have to drop off this for so-and-so. And those people would say, oh, you better get on that. Okay, I understand. Don't worry about it. I'll ask someone else. So you can kind of pick up on these social cues of how other people view others and how they work with others. They know about other people. And in that instance, I was still super young and trying to not ruffle any feathers and do my job. But it was also really hard to please this person. She was often upset or questioning. Did you get it there on time? They said it wasn't there. They said you were five minutes late. So that person was difficult to deal with. And in some ways, I learned that I should show up early and get there as soon as possible, make sure that they sign the document, make sure that we were both on the same page, that I delivered it at this time so that I wouldn't be questioned again. So in some ways, I was kind of trained by this prickly person. Yeah, I think that those are such good learning experiences because Yes, everybody's going to have a different, you know, style of communication and how they do their work. And that's just part of learning how to deal with other people and finding out, you know, what's the best way to make them happy in this environment? What can I do that's not too hard that can make things a little bit smoother in communication? But I also think that there's a fine line. I also said that you should know who you are. And by that, I mean, know what your values are, know what's important to you, know that you are not willing to be treated poorly. That's where like the fine line comes in. You can go however far to please other people and change your work style a little bit here and there to help a smooth communication between everyone. But I do think, you know, there's a point where you need to know that you should obviously be respected in what you do. And if a coworker is not showing you that, maybe... It's not a great situation. Exactly. Yeah. I would agree. And you can really pick up a lot on what's happening around you. If this particular person is always yelling at people, 
and always losing the delivery person because she's difficult to work with, that tells you so much about that person. And actually, it tells you a lot about the company that they're willing to keep this person on, even though she's pushing all these people out because she doesn't treat them very well. That tells you a lot about what's happening there. And then you need to decide if it's the right fit for you. Yeah, I think all those, you know, key points are super important and really finding a workspace and an environment that is the right fit for you. And if you do see those cues over and over and over again, you know, maybe it is time to reassess the situation that you're putting yourself in. That said, you might have an ally there. You might have another person who sees the same way that you do and you can stick together, kind of help each other out. I've also had some great friends from some jobs that I've had, people that I'm still friends with today. So there's good and there's not so good sometimes, but it's up to you to really have your values in place and know who you are, know what you're willing to be a part of, know what you're not willing to uh, take as treatment and and how you're always going to represent yourself. Yeah, can I ask you one more thing, kind of jumping off of that? I know that as females, we are asked a lot of in different situations, especially when working with male co-workers, a lot of, you know, responsibility is put on us, just thrown at us. How do, from your experience, what tips do you have for, saying no to something being I'm I'm just too overwhelmed right now I have a lot to do what do you say in that situation I think that you should be willing to say no and I also think that it's important to find somebody who is an ally and hopefully you have a great supervisor or a great boss who clearly outlines here are the 10 important things that you need to get done every day in your job this person from another group just asked you to do something else that's not on your list. So maybe you can feel like because your boss originally outlined these 10 things, you can go back to your boss and say, hey, I know we talked about these original 10 things to do. This person is asking me to do something else. Do you have suggestions for how I should handle that? And they should be able to help you through that. And also, I would agree as a woman, it's it's different. I had another job where this particular person who was in charge of the whole company would only always ask me to get him coffee. And at first it wasn't a big deal because it's coffee. I was going there anyway. I was going to get myself some. But then it kind of became this annoying thing where I felt like I was being singled out for the coffee as if to say I'm the only person that could get the coffee and none of these other interns could get it. And that made me feel uncomfortable and I wasn't that happy about that. It's an iffy situation. It is because this person was of a different era, different generation. They didn't really see anything wrong with it, but I felt a little uncomfortable with it. There, nothing ever untoward happened and that was fine, but I didn't go back to that job after that summer. Yeah, I think that's another situation where you just need to be aware of what's going on. And that said, here's a word of caution for you as a woman going out to get a job. There are certain laws and protections in place that protect people from unhealthy, uncomfortable situations in a work environment. And you really should be aware of how you are made to feel in some situations. This goes again to to trust your gut. If during the interview, for example, they ask you, oh, do you have a boyfriend? 
yeah, I don't know. Is is that necessary to know for me to do this job well? And if that's a primary focus of the interview, I'm not sure that's the right job for you. And that's probably not the right environment for you. It's just a good point to be aware of, especially in this time and age. I agree. Absolutely. And again, it goes to trusting your gut and knowing who you are. Knowing that if you feel uncomfortable, then it's okay to get out. It's okay to go find an ally. It's okay to go find your supervisor and say, this is not comfortable for me. I have to tell you what this person asked of me or what happened in the break room or whatever it is, because you have to protect yourself. You're you're your own best ally and you absolutely need to protect yourself. And just because you're the youngest, just because you're the, a woman shouldn't make you any less important or valuable or valued in a work situation. Yeah, and I think it's sad that that's a reality that we have to be aware of, but I think it's really important for us to know as females going into different work settings that that's something we need to be aware of. So thank you for mentioning that. Absolutely. On to more fun things. Again, I can tell you that having a summer job in a lot of different places, starting in a flower shop as a delivery person and then as an event organizer... They were all such great experiences and I learned so much from each of them and all of the people there that I really wouldn't change it. I would probably do those jobs again. They helped me figure out in some ways who I was and what I was interested in and actually what I was not interested in. So that was great. Yeah, I think what you said about, you know, figuring out what you're interested in, but also kind of checking things off the list, trying something out and being like, eh, it's not for me. Exactly. I really liked going to the flower shop. They did beautiful work and it was an interesting and fun job. I learned so much about different flowers and cleaning them, how to take a phone order, how to run a cash register, how to interface with customers. I also learned I'm kind of allergic to flowers. So it was a great summer experiment that I really enjoyed and checked it off the list. So these have been such awesome points that we've covered so far and I feel like this was a really valuable episode at least for me and I hope it was for you so mom I wanted to ask you one last question of what final advice do you have for teen girls or you know really anyone who is looking to start working but maybe lacks some confidence about finding the right job or starting to look for a job starting a job what do you have to say about that You could really start small. You could start being a babysitter in your neighborhood. Or if your aunt has a bakery, maybe you can ask her, hey, could I help you out a couple Saturdays a month? I just want to learn how to use a cash register. I want to learn how to like be with customers. I want to learn how to work with other people. And each experience will build your confidence. So that by the third summer, you'll be able to say, okay, I know I don't want to work in a bakery, but I also know that I really like working with people. I really enjoy being a babysitter. Maybe I should try that preschool near my house. I bet they need summer help. You really learn so much about yourself and what you like, what you don't like, what you're good at, what you're not really interested in, and who you are as an employee that maybe you're a great employee when you're on a project by yourself and you're just organizing the equipment room. Or maybe you learn that you're a great employee when you're managing an activity for children for an hour and trying to get them into a competition to win a prize. 
You just really learn so much about yourself from a summer job, even if it's only for six weeks or a summer or an unpaid internship. You just really learn so much about yourself. And it's a great way to build your confidence and learn about yourself and know who you are. And I feel like the part about somebody who might be nervous to do it or lack confidence, do you agree that this is an opportunity that you should just go for it and put yourself out there? And as you were saying before, you know, not be afraid to make mistakes. Absolutely. Go for it. Put yourself out there. Learn how to write a resume. Learn how to find a reference for yourself. Learn how to show that you're interested in getting a job and that you could be very effective at helping this company or helping this daycare or helping your aunt's bakery. You just really can learn a lot about yourself. Okay, thank you so much for listening today. I hope this was valuable and helpful. We are totally interested in doing an interview episode maybe in the next couple of weeks if you guys would find that interesting and helpful. I would totally be willing to do an episode with my mom on that topic. Also, make sure that you are subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and go ahead and leave a rating and review. It really helps us to get the inspiration out about Let's Go Girl Teen Life. Of course, make sure you're following our Instagram at Let's Go Girl Teen Life for daily inspiration about fashion, makeup, lifestyle, books, all the fun stuff. We are always posting content over there, so make sure you are following us. It will be linked down below. Hope you have a great rest of your week, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye!